Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. The words of Paul to the church of Philippi in Philippians chapter 3 verses 10 and 11. Paul preached in this passage that he was honored to be part of the fellowship of the sufferings of Christ Jesus. That is not a message that you hear much in these past relative good times that the church has had in the first world nations. The messages have been more akin to, oh, tell us how he will bless us. Oh, promise us greatness. Oh, prophesy smooth things unto us. Oh, judge what is right by how the masses love and receive it from us. My friend, this was never a measure of biblical Christianity. The Christianity that walked in power, in character, and in sacrifice. Don't be deceived by this modern version of Christianity that focuses your eye on material temporal things, on building kingdoms here, on getting the accolades of men, on coming into agreement with the doctrines of demons. My friend, open the red-lettered words of Jesus, read it, believe it, get to know the true gospel message, because in the end, everything that can be shaken will be shaken, so that only that which cannot be shaken will remain. That has been prophesied in the pages of this great history book of the ages. And the only thing that will not be shaken is the word of God. It will never return void. It will fulfill what it has set forth to accomplish. You can put your trust in it. It is a firm place to stand. Everything else is shifting sand, and it will not endure the shaking that is coming. So whatever it takes, build your faith on a firm foundation and make it the focal point of your everyday life. Prioritize your time in the Word and with God. Because you're going to want to know the true from the false, the real from what you've just been taught. Because the Bible says that in the last days there will be many deceptions in the land, that there are many false and counterfeit spirits, but that those who do know their God, who he really is, they will be strong and do great exploits and they will instruct many, but they will be tested severely, just like Paul was in our opening passage who tells us that he was willing to endure or even sacrifice anything that he might win Christ and obtain his place in the resurrection of the dead, whatever it takes. He knew it would be worth it. You see, when we look back to the scriptures to get a real grasp of biblical Christianity, we see that Jesus, Paul, and the early apostles pointed towards eternity continually, not earthly things. 
They called men to repent of their sins and to abandon their worldliness at all costs. And these were not just empty words. Paul gives his own life as an example in this very passage because he did have pedigree, prestige, power, privilege, degrees, titles, money, everything a person in ministry could want physically. Yet he gave it all up that he might gain a far greater treasure one that heaven honors and wanders after, one made available to us, yet must it be received by faith, a faith that walks away from all that men lust after and joins in the sufferings of a humble, unlikely Messiah. In verse 8 of the same chapter, just before the passage that we read in our opening text, it says, Yea, doubtless, and I do count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. We don't even grasp the depth or the simplicity of what this means. We know that Paul gave up a lot to follow after Jesus. We know that many do it today, but my friend, even in the little things, those who truly have access to the throne room of grace, those those that grab hold of Raymond that go and get that right now word of heaven, they give up everything, their hobbies, their energy, their time with family, their entertainment their ambitions, their own plots and plans, and life direction. No, they are crucified with Christ that he might come alive and live and breathe and have his being in them, that they might sit and wait on a word from heaven. Even in the little things, we do not comprehend the depth of the sacrifice that the men and women of faith make every day. I challenge you to take one day or maybe even one week and make a log of everything that you want to do and want to think and recognize that there are those who give it all up to share in the fellowship of the discipline and sufferings of Christ Jesus just to have something to feed us when we go into a service. Let us pray for them and thank God for those that are willing to live like this and thank the Lord mightily for those who are willing to suffer physically in persecutions, imprisonments, the loss of home or family or friend. But in everything, I assure you that if there is a true man or woman of God in your life, then they are sacrificing more than you could ever know and in more ways than they are allowing to show. So thank God for them. Pray for them. Let us aspire to be more like them as they desire to run hard after Jesus. Now, I'm not talking about the fakes, the counterfeits, the ones that are moving under the unction of an antichrist spirit, this fake celebrity Christianity, this Hellenistic, heathenistic world system that we've come to call Christianity when it is in actuality the farthest thing from it that we could ever hope to imagine. And the world doesn't even understand that because they are so blinded 
by the father of lies, because they've not spent any time sitting at the feet of the spirit of truth. You know, the ones that try to sell you these concepts that serving God is all about being blessed in the physical and the material. God is a good God who loves to give good gifts to his children, but he's more concerned with the condition of our eternal soul than with the physical. So no, I will not sell you a lie today. The true Christian life is not easy, yet it is simple. There is no vanity in it, yet it is glorious. There is no room for selfishness in it, yet it is what is best for yourself and for everyone else. If you truly believe and obey what the Lord had and has to say, then you will be ridiculed, hated, and rejected by the masses, just like he was. Yet will you come to truly know him like no one else does? Let this same mind that was in Christ be also in us, that does not esteem to be seen, yet does not fear to be bold, that cares more for what God thinks, who is the judge of our soul. Men judge the flesh, which is temporal and deceptive. God judges the heart and rewards us according to our actions. What men perceive is rarely the reality, but what God sees in the unseen will determine our eternity. So trust and obey, and if it costs you everything, then that's okay. All that was lost will have amounted to nothing on the final day anyway. Yet the fact that you loved and trusted God enough to walk away from all of it and still keep your faith will be rewarded and carried forward from age to age. Because there will be a resurrection and at it crowns given. Those who were faithful with the little, will be trusted with rule over much. Those who loved God and souls more than reputation, ease, attention, and stuff, and proved it by the way that they suffered for love, are the ones that he will reward and will trust, because those are the fruits of real love. Because real love always sacrifices. That's why Jesus himself told us this in John chapter 15, verse 13, that there is no greater love than this, than that a man would lay down his very life for his friends. Now, I do believe that that passage is literal. Jesus demonstrated that to us. But I also know that in the Hebrew and in the Greek, the word life was also synonymous with the soul, which is the mind, the will, and the emotion. That means you lay down your own will for the good of others. And that's where true love is manifested. And that's where our faith is perfected.
In Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, we read this, And then said Jesus unto the disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Let him take up his cross and follow after me. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life for my sake, he shall find it. Again, that word life is synonymous with soul or will. You have to be willing to lay down your own desires, your own thoughts, your own ambitions, your own wants. And be willing to live out Jesus's. He continues the passage by saying, For what good is it if a man should gain the whole world? but lose his own soul in the process? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father and with his angels on that final day, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Remember that our works will amount to nothing. The only work that will produce fruit is the works of Jesus. And the only way we can produce that holy fruit is if we are connected to that holy root, if the Holy Spirit lives within us and we allow him to take control and do what he wants to do. We, in other words, say, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. My life is for you. I lay aside what I want. And I trust what you want to be better for all of us, including myself in the end when the rewards of faith finally come. So no matter what it looks like or feels like in the moment, I have to swallow my pride and say, Lord, whatever it takes, I give you my life. So Lord, today we pray for strength, for wisdom for your grace, for the very power of your Holy Spirit to come and equip us because we cannot run this race with endurance on our own. We will fail every time and fall into condemnation. But in your presence is the fullness of joy and of grace and of everything that we need to live victoriously and to reach the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, whatever it takes, take control of our lives. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.